And welcome back to Podcast Profits. I am Jeff Sanders here with David Hooper. And we're here because of the main man, Dave Jackson, and his new book, Profit From Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into a Livelihood. And episode number two is a great one about an awesome story about dinosaurs. This is one that's a bit unique, but the world of podcasting provides all kinds of opportunities to dig into topics that you never expected to get into. Uh, so David, uh, tell us more about today's clip. This is from a couple, which I found that alone is interesting. It's interesting to podcast with a significant other or a partner. I've certainly done that and later got married to her. Uh, not because of my podcast. That's not a because of my podcast story, but it happens like that sometimes. These two had a hobby they just enjoyed. They were just curious about it. And they're going to talk about the transition that they have experienced because of their podcast, because it went from hobby to business and more or less creating a new job for them. It's opened up some opportunities for them. And this is the kind of thing that can happen because of your podcast. Excellent. Let's hear the clip. I'm Garrett. And I'm Sabrina. And we make I Know Dino, the big dinosaur podcast. But we weren't originally planning on making a podcast. We started inodino.com as a dinosaur blog in 2013. And back then, the main purpose was to have every dinosaur museum we could possibly find in one place on a single map, mostly so that we would just be able to find them when we're traveling. In 2015, we started the podcast because there weren't any other weekly dinosaur podcasts. And we're currently in the golden age of dinosaurs where a new dinosaur is being discovered almost every week. And we wanted to stay on top of the news. Now, about five and a half years later, we've made over 300 episodes and we've interviewed hundreds of paleontologists and paleoartists and other people who work with dinosaurs, including writers and dancers. Several students have told us that they switched majors to paleontology after listening to our show. Every year we go to an annual paleontology conference, and last year was in Brisbane, Australia. We were able to take a one-month road trip across the outback afterwards, where we visited some of the most remote but incredible dinosaur museums. Which in a really cool way came full circle back to the origins of Ino Dino and our dinosaur museum map, because now it's our job to go to all those great museums around the world, as well as discuss all the latest dinosaur news with other dinosaur enthusiasts. This is a phenomenal story. I just love how they were able to take something they were interested in and turn it into literally their jobs. And I think that yeah. one of the first things I, I heard them mention was that they looked for other podcasts that mentioned dinosaurs and realized there was no other weekly dinosaur show. And so they created that as a hobby, but then it became their jobs. And I think that that's an interesting thing to say. Here's a passion. Here's a hobby they have. They're interested in this topic. They realize there is no one else doing that. So they themselves say, I'm going to fill that gap in the marketplace and become that expert. And then it, it, it grew from there. So I love the potential for them to recognize the opportunity and then to leverage their passion to become something that is now so powerful for them. Well, that's the thing I wanted to focus on. You and I working with so many entertainment related people, musicians, comics, authors, people who are in the entertainment business and, and that is how they make their living. Probably every single one of them was told, you're never going to make a living at this. Yet we see singers, we see comics, we see book authors make a living all the time. Imagine being into dinosaurs. You've got a hobby, an interest. I can't think of anybody maybe outside of uh, somebody who's excavating dinosaur bones or in the education space that makes a living with dinosaurs. Yet here we are because of your podcast. 
Well, I think it's fascinating, too, because my brother's girlfriend is a paleontologist, and so she talks about these topics all the time, and I asked her about this podcast. I was like, well, what do you or are you in this world of, of dinosaurs so intensely that this is part of what you do? And she said that like it's amazing how many people are into such niche topics you would never expect, and then when you dig into that world, like, that's kind of a good pun there, when you dig into that world of dinosaurs, <laughs> all of a sudden, you discover that there is so much out there you never knew was possible. Possible. And so you have so much potential uh, to dig into these tiny little niches that all of a sudden you realize are not tiny at all. There are a lot of people out there who really love these topics. Well, not only from the audience that you've got, but think about the episode list that they had there. 300 something episodes. They're going deep. That's another pun for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, can you imagine that? Like 300, even a topic that you're really familiar with. So you do a podcast about time management, productivity. If I came up to you and I said, Jeff, think of 300 episodes. Right now, you probably couldn't do it. The topics emerge. And I think we need to talk about that for a second. That if you're thinking about doing a podcast, you're like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to podcast about. Don't worry about it. Get the first five episodes, the first 10 episodes, that 11th, 12th, 13th, 300th episode. It will be there. You just have to jump in. You know, one thing that I've done since the very beginning of my podcasting journey was I had that same struggle we all face when it comes to podcasting topics, which is, you know, how will I discuss this topic for years on end, for hundreds of episodes, even thousands at some point. And what I discovered early on was that I leveraged what I'm interested in, whatever I'm curious about, whatever I'm like currently working through myself. I bring those personal stories out in every episode that I can, because that provides so much leverage, not just for new content for the show, but also for that personal connection back to me. So my listeners know more about me. They know my story. And because I'm personally like going through something or want, or I'm curious about something or I want to talk about something, then all of a sudden I've got the passion, the personality is there and I'm not faking it and I'm not forcing it and it doesn't feel like something that I put together because I felt like I had to. Now, all of a sudden, this podcast is about me, but it's really for the audience and I can find a way to bring those two together that is genuine and very interesting too. I think that's a super important topic and it's somewhere where I think a lot of podcasters go in the wrong direction. They think about who's going to listen to this, but I think bringing in your passion and having that be the foundation when you bring in your passion, when you bring in your specialized knowledge, your excitement, that is what attracts the audience. It's not necessarily the right topic or what Dave Jackson would call playing in traffic. We could all talk about the stock market or we could talk about making money or something very general like that, maybe weight loss. That's playing in traffic. There are a lot of people who are really interested in those overall topics. But when you niche down into that, maybe foreign currencies or a specific stock market or 15 pounds instead of losing 50 pounds or 50 pounds instead of losing 15 pounds. When you go really deep into those things and you bring that passion and you're living it, that's what attracts the audience, not the topic by itself. You know, one thing I heard years ago that I think really stuck with me is that oftentimes listeners might be in search of a topic and they'll go through Apple Podcasts, for example, and they'll try and find a topic that they're interested in and they'll, they might find your show and they'll tune into one episode. 
and they'll, they're there because of the topic, but they stay because of the personality. They stay for the host. They stay for the person that they now like and they trust them and they want to be around that person as much as they can. And so they subscribe to your show because they like you. And I find that the more often you can become likable because you are yourself in a genuine way, the more that you attract people who like you for you. They like your show because it's your show and you've made it your own. And the more that that exists, the more that people are tuning in for the right reasons and they stick around for the long haul. It's so interesting you mentioned that because on this clip with Garrett and Sabrina, their story, you're seeing people that they're talking about dinosaurs, but they're also talking about their life together. That's a secondary thing. Maybe a, a what's beyond secondary, third dairy, right? <laughs> it's way down on the list, but you get attached to them as people. You're hearing about that vacation that they had in the outback. You're thinking, I would like to live a life like this. I'd like to have a relationship like that. I think that's important for podcasters, too, to bring in some of those elements. Maybe even if you're not meaning to, at least being aware of it, knowing that people are connecting to you as a human and as a person, and it's those non-podcasting, non-business things like we talked about on the last episode, getting connected with your guests as a person, that's what makes us all human. And we have that opportunity within podcasting. This is not broadcasting. This is not the nameless, faceless newscaster or that guy when you're driving down the street at 5 p.m., you turn on your local radio station, and he's got the weather at 5 p.m., and 6 p.m., and 7 p.m., whatever, and he sounds the same, and you don't know who he is, and it doesn't matter because there's another guy who sounds just like him on the next station. This is having a relationship with the host, and I think these guys do a great job of that on I Know Dino. You know, one thing I've seen a lot with podcasting too, especially those that I would call like more like the nonfiction style shows where you're discussing information and you're relaying you know, strategies and, and direct information. You can do that in a dry way. You could do that like the broadcaster and the weather. You could do it like a dictionary and be very boring. Or you can bring yourself to the show and your personality, your stories, the interesting things that make you you. And then all of a sudden you're able to deliver that nonfiction, that information, but do so in a way that is human and relatable and interesting. And then that's what makes the podcast something unique because it's not just a dictionary. It's not just encyclopedia. This is a, a an experience that's happening because you're bringing your whole self to the show. And speaking of your whole self, the next episode is about getting started and bringing in your existing skill set. This is going to be a great discussion and a great story to help highlight the reality that we all have a lot of skills. And when you bring those to the table, your show gets that much better because you're bringing what you're really good at right to the listener's ears. And to learn more about those amazing topics, of course, Dave Jackson's new book, Profit From Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into a Livelihood. Be sure to pick up that book wherever books are sold, and we'll see you on the next episode.